Come on, guys, Mom yelled up the stairs. The photographer is set. I picked up Fluffy and stroked his fur as I walked down the stairs to the living room. Every year, my family took a Christmas photo and created Christmas cards to send to family and friends. Yeah, I know it's old school, but we love it. Mom and Dad stood behind Joel, my 13-year-old brother, and we sat on stools while Fluffy lay lazily on my lap. As the photographer stood behind the camera, I couldn't help but feel lucky to have such a perfect family. Everyone say cheese. Cheese! My family smiled simultaneously into the camera. Little did I know that that Christmas photo was the last photo we ever took out as a perfect family. Hey, my name is Mandy. Before we head back to my story, like this video, and of course, subscribe to our channel. Hit that notification bell so you can hear more crazy stories like mine. Now, back to the story. How about we get a 10-foot tall tree this year? Joel smiled broadly as we sat around the breakfast table. Don't you think that's a bit much? Dad looked at him with a raised eyebrow. But Dad, it's Christmas. What better season than to add a little extra? My eyes twinkled as I helped Mom cut out the cookies from the dough. She does have a point there, Phil. Mom added. Before I could comment, the doorbell rang. I excused myself and answered it with Fluffy at my heels. I opened the door and a slender woman with brown hair in a business suit was looking back at me. Good morning. She smiled politely. Can you tell me if Mrs. Archer is in? Hold on one second. I closed the door and quickly called mom and told her someone was at the door for her. I watched as mom opened the door. Was it my imagination or did she look a bit shocked before composing herself quickly? Mom stepped outside and closed the door behind her while I went back to the kitchen to put the cookies in the oven. Who was that? I looked at mom when she re-entered the kitchen a few minutes later. Oh, just another person looking for a donation at this time of year. Mom waved it off. As soon as these cookies are finished, we will go to that 10-foot tree. Monday morning, Joel and I arrived just as the school bell rang. I told Joel I would meet him later and hustled to my first class. During our first period, the principal, Mr. Orson, said that the theater arts teacher, Mrs. Hall, got into an accident over the weekend. He said that they have hired a substitute teacher, Mrs. Sullivan, to help with the Christmas production. She and Mrs. Hall's assistant, Mr. Jackson, will work together to make sure that the Christmas play will be successful. After the announcement, the class buzzed with anxiety as we wondered if Mrs. Hall was going to be okay. After school, I met Joel in the school's auditorium to help with the props. We stayed for two hours before heading home. As we were walking out of the schoolyard, I noticed her, the mystery woman that had knocked on our door over the weekend. She was chatting with another teacher. I shrugged it off and followed Joel out of the school's gates. During dinner, every night my family always discussed how our day went. When it was my turn, I told my mother about Mrs. Hall and the substitute teacher. I also mentioned that I saw the same woman at school that was at the house a few days ago. Dad shot Mom a worried look. Dad changed the conversation. And as soon as we finished dinner, Mom suggested that we sing carols. After singing carols, we told our parents goodnight, and I went to Joel's room and closed the door behind me. Did you notice Mom's reaction when I told her about the woman at school? Who was she? I don't know, but I bet Mom and Dad know who she is. All I know is that she's the same woman that Mom said wanted a donation a few days ago. We need to find out who she is. Do you think it's that serious? Joel looked at me curiously. I nodded. If it affects Mom and Dad, I think it is. Before we went to bed, Joel and I agreed that we would get to the bottom of it. Before setting up props the next afternoon in the auditorium, Mr. Jackson introduced me to the mystery woman who was indeed Mrs. Sullivan. Hi, nice to meet you. And thank you for helping out on set. Mrs. Sullivan extended her hand and I shook it. 
How is life at home? Is everything okay at home? I tilted my head to the side and looked at Mrs. Sullivan curiously as I wondered why she would even think to ask me a question like that. Everything is great at home. My family and I share a special bond and my home life is quite happy. I think I should get back to working on props. I smiled and turned to walk away, but Mrs. Sullivan grabbed my wrist, her eyes narrowed. Your family is not what it seems. I pulled away my arm and walked out of the auditorium. What did she mean? Mom! Dad! I yelled as soon as I walked into the house. Mom and Dad decided to get an early head start to Christmas shopping this year. Joel announced as he casually walked down the stairs. I quickly told him about the events that occurred in the auditorium. Something is definitely up. Joel stroked his chin thoughtfully. Things are getting way too weird. Let's search the office quickly before they come back. We may find a clue as to who this mystery woman might be. After about 30 minutes, Joel looked at me. Nothing. I don't think this is such a good idea. I mean, Mom and Dad never lied to us before. I was almost ready to agree with him when my eyes lit up. We've just been looking in the wrong place. I walked over to the family painting on the wall and removed it to reveal a safe. Joel's jaw dropped. How did you know about this? I have my ways. I winked at him. Truth is, I seen my mom opening it one night when she thought I was already asleep. Now we need to find the correct combination. We tried a series of different combinations. Birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, but nothing. Time was running out and we needed to get into the safe. How about 5062006? I looked at him weirdly, but tried it anyway. When the safe beeped, we beamed at each other. We quickly pulled out the documents from the safe and searched them. When I came across my family birth certificates, I didn't think too much of it. Until I realized there were six and not four. I quickly took a photo of the extra two papers. Mandy, Joe, we're home, Mom's voice called. Joel and I quickly threw the papers back into the safe and closed the door. When I replaced the painting, I noticed the combination code neatly signed at the bottom of the painting. We walked out of the office and inhaled deeply. We calmly walked down the stairs and met our parents. That evening, we made gingerbread houses, and it almost seemed like everything was okay. Until later that night. Mandy, Mandy, wake up! Mom shook me hysterically. I opened my eyes groggily and pushed myself into a sitting position. What's wrong, Mom? Joel is missing. I jumped out of bed and ran to Joel's room. I looked around Joel's room in horror. Things were thrown all over the room and his window was broken. But what made me feel sick to my stomach was the red writing on the wall that read, Your family is not what it seems. Mom took me gently by the shoulders and steered me downstairs towards the kitchen. Dad was sitting by the table with his head in his hands. With tears streaming down my face, I asked my parents who Mrs. Sullivan was. Mom insisted that she wasn't anyone we should be worried about. But Dad looked at me, his eyes apologetic. Just as Dad was about to speak, the doorbell rang. That must be the officers. You stay here, Mandy. Mom kissed me on the cheek and she and Dad went to the front door. Joel was missing and they were still lying. A few minutes later, my parents walked back into the kitchen. Who is Mrs. Sullivan? I asked sternly. When neither of them answered, I stood up and threw a kitchen chair across the room. Joel is missing. Who is Mrs. Sullivan? We found birth certificates tonight. One of a girl older than I am and one of a boy the same age as Joel. Who is Mrs. Sullivan? I yelled. Dad cleared his throat. His eyes were red and swollen with tears. Have a seat, Mandy. Dad waited for me to sit before he and Mom sat opposite me. 
Mrs. Sullivan's real name is Marissa Archer. She's our daughter. When she was 16, her boyfriend got into a motorcycle accident, and a few weeks later, she found out she was pregnant. She had a mental breakdown after the baby and was in a mental institution. I don't remember having a sister, but what does this have to do with Joel? Joel is the baby. When we had to send Marissa away, we decided to take you kids away from all the small-town gossip. We still visited Mandy every weekend. The doctor said that she would never live a normal life and she would always need medication. We didn't want Joel growing up in that type of environment. Marissa was 14 when you were born. The doctors told us that after Marissa, we wouldn't be able to have any other children. Then you came along and we had Joel to take care of. So we thought the best thing to do would be to make you both think that you were siblings and not aunt and nephew. I shook my head in disgust and got up from the table. You should have told us. You should have told us. I banged the kitchen table and ran into my room crying. The house was chaotic the next two days as police continued to come in and out as they searched Joel's room for clues. By the third day, I needed to get out for some fresh air. I pulled on some clothes and walked out of the house. The cool night air felt good against my skin. I walked for a few minutes and when I looked up, I realized I was standing at the front of the school. I walked into the gates into the auditorium. I noticed Mr. Jackson's car was still there and figured he was doing some last minute preparations for the school play. I walked into the auditorium and it was empty. I sat in the front row thinking about all the times Joel and I either helped with stage props or acted in the plays at the school. I closed my eyes. Thump, thump. My eyes shot open and I darted around. Hello? Is anyone there? Silence. Then a few seconds later, the thumping resumed. Hello? I said louder. This time the thumping grew more intense. I followed the sound to the back of the stage. Below the stage was the storage area where we kept different props when they were not in use. The door to the storage area was slightly opened. I walked cautiously inside and allowed my eyes to grow accustomed to the dark. In a corner, I noticed someone sitting on a chair. I ran to the lights and flicked it on. My heart raced when I realized that it was Joel. I ran to him and removed the gag from his mouth before removing the ropes from his legs and hands. I'm so happy you're safe. Mrs. Sullivan said if I made any noise that she was going to hurt the students and teachers at the school. But when I realized that everyone had left for the night, then I heard your voice. I knew it was safe. Just then, a shadow fell on the doorway. I looked up and saw Mr. Jackson. Joel froze, but I welcome the help. Mr. Jackson, can you please call the police and tell them that we found my brother? Mr. Jackson swung a bat casually in his hands. And why would I do that, Miss Archer? My wife has been looking for her son for quite some time after your mother decided to steal him from her. With trembling hands, I quickly removed the ropes and shielded Joel behind me. I slowly removed my phone from my back pocket and slipped it into Joel's hands. We looked at Mr. Jackson as he moved slowly around the room. I moved slowly with Joel still behind me until we were close to the door. Suddenly I yelled, run Joel and call for help before I threw all my weight into Mr. Jackson's body. Mr. Jackson grunted as he fell to the ground. I watched as Joel bolted out of the room as I scrambled to my feet. Mr. Jackson grabbed a hold of one of my legs and dragged me towards him. I kicked and screamed loudly as I grasped for anything that I could use as a weapon. Finally, my fingers held on to two feet of steel pipe. I swung it at Mr. Jackson, who was now hovering over me, and it made contact to the side of his head. I took those few seconds he was dazed to run out of the room. When I ran outside, I saw Joel talking to two teachers. 
who were returning to drop off an extra prop. They told us to stay in the parking lot until the police arrived. While they secured Mr. Jackson, they ran towards the auditorium, and Joel and I held each other tight. Later that night, when the police dropped us home, Joel asked Mom and Dad why Mrs. Sullivan and Mr. Jackson kidnapped him. They said that last year they lost a son that looked just like him. They said that she was a very sick woman and that he shouldn't worry about her anymore. Joel seemed to accept that answer, and I decided to let it slide. We decided as a family to spend the holidays away from the home. Since the police had still not found Mrs. Sullivan, we eventually decided to pack up and leave our home, just in case Mrs. Sullivan decided to return. Two years have now passed, and my brother still doesn't know the real reason why he was kidnapped, and Mrs. Sullivan, or should I say Marissa, still has not been caught. Should I tell Joel the truth, or should I respect my parents' wishes to keep it a secret from him? Tell me what you think in the comments below.